to Screen Masters with me, Bav. Me, Fluff. And today on the show, we are going to be discussing the recent announcements from Disney uh, of their upcoming Marvel and Disney TV show and movie slate. So uh, lots of MCU discussion, a bit of Star Wars discussion because they announced a lot under the Star Wars banner and potentially some Pixar-y Disney animated events as well. Uh, but we'll see how much we get through. But of course, I must turn to some famous words. And today we're going to turn to the words of Katrina and the Wave, continuing my theme of always sunny songs. And I'm going to say, I used to think maybe you loved me. Now, baby, I'm sure. And I just can't wait till the day when you knock on my door. Now, every time I go to the mailbox, I've got to hold myself down because I just can't wait till you write me. You're coming around. Now I'm walking on sunshine. Whoa. <laughs> you know, it's it's getting harder and harder to remember exactly which episodes. If you uh, want me to be entirely truthful of this one, I literally just looked it up, picked a song that I knew okay. <laughs> and went for it. I can't remember where it comes into the episode. I'm a bit disorganized today, guys. As you may have noticed if you've been listening for a while, because of our release schedule, I am crap at remembering which episode will release around Christmas. So right now, it's mid-December, so I was going to do a Christmas song, and then realise that actually by the time this episode's released, it'll probably be January, February time, and it'll make no sense whatsoever. So I just quickly skipped to something else, but there you go. Uh, right, admin, let's do the admin. You can join in the conversation at facebook.com forward slash the screenmasters. You can at us on Twitter at VSM underscore pod or twitter.com forward slash VSM underscore pod. And if you want to go back and look through the YouTube archives, you can go to bit.ly forward slash bite back YT. And remember that the bite is spelt like a computer bite, not a food bite. So that's enough solid text from me. Um, over to you. Got any news, any things we've been watching to bring up? Um, I mean, there's been a few things um, that I've been picking up, just trying to go. It, it's one of those times a year where not as much new stuff necessarily is there. Um, yeah, we're sort of tailing off towards the Christmas break, aren't we? Yeah, there's bunches of a few new films and things like that, which are popping up on Netflix. But I'm kind of saving those for those few days that I will have off. Uh, films like Mank, for example, um, which I know is out uh, and David looks Mitchell. great. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah. yeah, so that looks good. There's, uh, I'm trying to remember the, the one which has got Clooney in it, which is released, like I think, Christmas Eve or something like that, which is kind of a sci-fi one. Um, so, yeah, again, there's a couple of films coming out, but nothing that I've been watching uh, Die Hard of. Uh, no pun intended there, you know, Christmas Die Hard. <laughs> uh, it's not a Christmas film, Dave Ball. It's not a Christmas film. Who was I talking to the other day? Someone else had, uh, I, I saw an article where people had, I think it was like a school project or an art project or something, and they'd been told mm. to mash up any two or three Christmas movies they could. You'd be amazed how many people did a Die Hard Home Alone yeah. mashup or something. Yeah. Yeah. It was very yeah. good. Some of them were incredible, but um, yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, yeah, we're fighting a losing battle here. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, but uh, no, other than that, you know, just the usual Mandalorian and, and, and Star Trek on a, a weekly okay. basis, as I've said multiple times, uh, you know, with you or the boys, if, if we've been catching up on a Friday Eve, which has been lovely as of late. Um, it's uh, it, it's it's my sci-fi Friday or sci Friday. Um, it's it's so enjoyable just to have like a couple of hours of, of solid sci-fi. I just have a smile on my face every time. I'm sure I'm sure I keep repeating the same thing, but it is nice. Uh, you know, we we're so used to this bulk watching, uh, getting a series and then just running through it so quickly that you do forget on a week by week basis. Back when in the old days where we used to have everything week by week. There's, there's something to be said from kind of having a, a nice, routinely, weekly good entertainment hour or two. So, um, yeah, I totally but the agree. Only other thing, uh, I think I mentioned to you, which may have may have instigated perhaps uh, a discussion for a new pod, uh, which was I'd watched The Hobbit again, uh, the Hobbit trilogy. Um, it was just on a whim. It, you know, I've got Amazon Prime, uh, just to prove that we're not just Netflix fans. Um, so, yeah, I just decided to pop it on over a space of a couple of a uh, couple of evenings and i really enjoyed it I, it was one of those ones where i really didn't the first time around i don't know what softened don't know what softened on me but i actually enjoyed it so may have instigated a conversation that we may now have to discuss another certain talking set of films indeed well i've already started on that project because my daughter yeah. is now very nearly 12 so i was like hey this is a good idea why don't we watch this but of course <laughs> It's the hilarity. So, you know, leaving all the crypticism to one side, yes, we're going to do an episode looking back at the original Lord of the Rings trilogy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I sat down with my daughter. We put on disc one, because that was the first thing, her understanding that there were two discs because the film was that big. So we put on disc one. Obviously, it's two hours long. So we got through an hour's one night and an hour the second night. After the second night, we finished that disc. She was like, but... I don't feel like the film ended. I don't feel like we got an end to it. And I was like, Eva, that was the first disc. You watched half of the first yeah. film. We had to split it up. Oh, okay. So yeah. we've now finished Fellowship anyway. When she, funny, um, funny. Two Towers is next. Well, she, it's funny that, uh, you know, she says about, uh, you know, I didn't feel like it had an ending. Don't get me wrong. You know, the last one has like four of them. Exactly. That, uh, that's kind of what I thought in the back of my head is, well, you'll get plenty of endings when we get to the end. You'll wish there <laughs> weren't that many endings when we get there. Um, I... It's funny uh, because this is 20 years. It's like 20 years now that it's been since that film came out, isn't it? Because uh... I think it was 2001 when it was first released, the first one. Was it 2001? Because you and I were at the cinema. I started in the August of 2001. So I think it was maybe the Christmas of 01 or in... You are right, 2001. Okay, so we're on yeah. 19 I mean, it, years. It's... Okay. Still, okay. Again, the beauty so we, yeah, is that by the, the time days. our schedule will actually work for us, because we've decided to do it regardless, by the time we actually record yeah. and release, we'll probably be, be bang on for the 20-year anniversary. Sounds about good. Sounds about good. But this is, you know, it's uh, it's funny because you know that means that that's nineteen years I've known Jesus, you. Yeah, we we take it in Odian years, basically. Nineteen freaking years. Right. Mm. Uh, yeah. Uh, how about you? Anything you've been watching? Any news I've, from you? Um, so I'm cracking on still with Philly. I'm I I got to season thirteen the other night, and then watched the first episode and was like, I feel like everything's happened between the last episode of season 12 and the first episode of season 13. 
So I kind of went, I'm going to stop now where I am and go on to some other stuff. And then when we've recorded the episodes that pull us back to that point, I'll carry on again. But I was like, because the thing is, I'm, you know, the further I go on into it, I want to make less notes. But at the same time, I know I'm not going to be able to talk about it straight away. So it's not going to be fresh in my head. So I do need to make the notes to remind me, but I I just want to watch the show like, and not have to make the notes so much. So I thought, right, we'll stop there. When we get to the point where we can do season 13, 14, I'll then watch them through and hopefully just be able to do it off the top of my head rather than having to make all these notes. Um, I watched, after hearing about it on um, uh, uh, the only good film review podcast out there, the Wittertainment podcast, I heard Jason Isaacs talking about a film he did called Skyfire, which was actually released last year, technically, in 20,000 Chinese cinemas. Um, So it's a Chinese production. And oh my god. So the setup is the beginning of Twister, where a girl has a bad experience with a volcano and her mother dies. Oh, okay. But her dad survives. So it's that Twister setup of, oh, we lost one of the family in the thing and now I'm really terrified of tornadoes. Same thing. So now she's she wants to work, you know, she goes out there to try and uh, create early warning systems for volcanoes and stuff. Jason Isaacs is a South African billionaire. Apparently, he loosely based it on Elon Musk. Okay. Who has decided that he is going to go to that same island with a volcano on it and start mm-hmm. building a hotel on the side of the volcano, basically. Sure, because you did. So then it's Jurassic Park. Because, of course, it starts with him going, No, nothing could ever happen to you. What's going to go wrong? So, of course, you know shit is going down. Yeah, the volcano explodes. Um, but Christ, it's a hell of a film. It is nonsense, absolute fucking nonsense. Uh, it, it if you think something is going to go a particular way, it goes that particular way. It it, okay. it is like every Hollywood disaster movie cliche wrapped up in a Chinese ball. Okay. That's the only difference. It's just set. Well, it's actually set in Malaysia. It's not even set in China, but mm. it's just like a Chinese cast on a Hollywood film. I tell you what, her dad is hard as fucking nails, and apparently he's some really big Chinese actor, um, like the equivalent of their sort of Patrick Stewart, you know, that level of respect that he gets. Um, one of the main lads in it, younger lad, is um, in some Neither sort of. Neither of us turned our phone off there, which was very oh, professional of us. Absolutely not. So being being informed of a new update for a game we want to play. Um, so. This lad is in some sort of boy band. So at the end credits, in between backstage footage where you see all the green screening and stuff, you get to watch one of his band's music videos that presumably was written to tie in with this film. Sure. Jeez. I I have not seen anything so cheesy since, you know, Boyzone, Westlife, that sort of shit from back in the day. It Dude. is insane. Dude, don't even like I, the amount of it's it's weird. Um, I've watched a few Twitch streamers uh, again as of late, uh, just kind of watching a few. Uh, and one of them just kind of did this joke, like half hour segment where he was just looking at various YouTube videos. And one of one or two of them was like K-pop 
Yeah, and I, honestly, I just wanted to throw up. That was yeah. it. I was like, all the bright lights, all the happy, smiley. Oh, God, it made me sick. Mm-hmm. This one was really, you know, I think it was supposed to be the emo song because they were all in black and sort of looking somber oh, and stuff. Anyway, Skyfire is a big pile of poo, but he's a, <laughs> he's a hilarious pile of poo. Um, and it's only 87 minutes long, so it really isn't that offensive. But yeah, it's crap, but it, it is quite fun crap, I would say. Um, it's directed by Simon West, who I think, think directed Con Air. Think. Because Jason Isaacs was saying that he auditioned for Con Air. Oh, really? Which role did he indicate? That I you... think he said John Cusack's role. Okay. John Cusack's sort of cop uh, hmm. type thing. Um, yeah, that's. I th- I'm fairly sure that's what he said. Or either that or it was the Con Meanie. I was going to say, the Con Meanie role maybe sounds a bit more plausible. Yeah, I could see that. Because um, he's not. Yeah, I mean, he's not exactly Mr. Friendly, whereas he could probably play. You know, which is funny, you know, they instead of going with a, an Englishman, they went with a, an Irishman instead. Mm. Um, yeah, I am just going to look him up because Conair is totally a guilty pleasure of mine. Yeah, I think we've discussed this in the past. It's like the only or one of the few kind of Nicolas yep. Cage films. That oh, there you go. Yeah, he did. He Oh, he's done some great stuff. So, <laughs> yeah, so he's directing credits. So it starts with, oh my god, he directed the video. He was a music video director. He, Christ, there's a song from the 90s called Respectable by Mel and Kim. He directed the music video for that. He directed the music video for Never Gonna Give You Up by Rick Astley. Um, <laughs> okay. On Air was his big, first big one. Yeah. Then uh, Lara Croft. Tomb Raider, the original one. Which one? There's been like four of them. The original there? one, the first one with Chris Barrian. Okay. And uh, Chris Barrian, Ian Glenn, I think was the baddie. Um, it's funny, I've literally just bought them on Blu-ray, both of them. Uh, the you mechanic... know, you talk about... Yeah, last time we talked about like when you bought Saved by the Bell and realised it was a mistake, you've just bought Lara Croft and that's not a mistake. Tomb Raider and Cradle of Life. Okay. I love those films. They're shit, okay. but I love them. Okay. Um, and then he did uh, The Mechanic and Expendables 2. So, you know, he's got a great... yeah, Hard on for Jason Statham at the moment. Basically, yeah. He's, you know, middle-of-the-road action flicks is what he tends to go for. But there okay. you go. Everyone needs a job. Anyway, that's enough of that. Uh, I haven't... I can't think of anything else that I've watched. I know I have watched some other stuff, but... I obviously didn't make a note of it, and Skyfire is the only thing that's popping back into my head. So, fine, I'll go through it another time and uh, and and let you know next one. But yeah, I did watch a few films. Uh, okay, so let's. Well, yeah, let's move into the main topic then. Um, I'm going to assume you've got a list of everything that was announced. I haven't actually found one yet, but um. So yeah, I think it was it the Disney Investor Conference or something like that that gave birth to all this? Uh, yeah, it's uh, the Disney Investor Day, I think it was, last Thursday. Uh, last Thursday, so it would have been... So, yeah, I mean, we started getting this news uh, Friday. 
of Loire this this past week. Um, so yeah, I mean, let's. It, it was a bit. It was a bit of a shock to say the least. Now, obviously, Disney had kind of been a bit quiet, especially on the Marvel front, um, with regard to some of the films. Now, you can take that anyway. Um, you know, they're keeping it a bit secret. This whole year of the pandemic has caused a bit of a, an upshift of a lot of dates and a lot of releases, shall we say. But I don't think I was quite prepared for the sheer volume of new TV series, new films, new properties that they've got in the, in the works. But at the same time, given that the pandemic has basically shut everybody in for six months, it's no surprising that people have just been hard at work in getting the creative juices flowing. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, so that was it. So, you know, we, we discussed this, um, off pod as, as we occasionally do. And we just basically discussed, well, hang on, if this is Marvel's, sorry, Disney's, uh, you know, huge push uh, at Disney plus is this, you know, we, we suffix this particular pod as, uh, you know, is Disney plus, you know, the subscription of choice question mark. Yeah. Certainly seems there's a there's a lot of stuff coming, and again you could argue you know oh well you know I'm not a Star Wars fan I'm not a Marvel fan what's in it for me well <laughs> like I say there's there's still all the the other Disney shit that's going on around it so there's certainly plenty there if you're not a fan of either of the big tent poles. Yeah, um, especially I mean with the actual animation side of it i uh, i didn't take as much notice not you know not to say that i wasn't interested but you know all of the marvel and all the star wars stuff coming out that was what sprung my attention but yeah having read since there's some interesting stuff on the animation side as well um but this is it it's you know they're putting a ton of cash behind disney plus now they really are going all in um you know which they have no choice in doing uh, you know, especially with the current market for at-home, uh, on-demand subscription services. I mean, you know, rolling all of this stuff out is definitely guaranteed to, if not retain the amount of people that you've got, probably increase it, uh, you know, significantly, you'd like to hope. A couple of things in that list that I look at and I go, no, no! What are you doing? But we'll get there. Go on then. You lead us. You start us off. All right. Well, um, so yeah, so that, you know, we'll, we'll run down. We'll we'll uh, tackle them one by one. Uh, because that yeah, that we, we you know, there's three big, three big kind of listings: the animation, the Star Wars, and then the Marvel side. So maybe we'll take it in that order. Uh, um, yeah. 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 Typically, so, the like art say, part goes backwards in that order, but that's fine. I can go to the animation bit. Cool. Uh, right, so we'll just run through some of them and then see what sticks out. Um, again, I think what's great about this is there's such choice. Mm. It's not, you know, they've not narrowed their. I mean, obviously with Marvel and, and, and Star Wars, that's. But in terms of the animation, they've not narrowed the focus. They've actually, you know, kind of stretched it out a little bit, which is quite good. So um, they've announced uh, Baymax, um, which uh, obviously comes from, uh, you know, Big Hero 6 don't really know much more than that at the moment all we know is that he's getting his own series they they did a big hero 6 animation as well yeah yeah i know that the series of big hero 6 so they've obviously just decided that i mean baymax is the selling point of big hero 6 anyway to kids but 
Yeah. Um, um, I mean, I know that some of the original cast came back for that animated series. Not all of them, obviously, because, you know, some of them are too expensive for that kind of stuff. Um, I mean, you know, I, I enjoy Big Hero 6, but I can't say that I've watched it probably in years myself. But again, this that's not, I'm not the target audience there. Yeah. No, Big Hero 6 was a popular one in this house. Hmm. We watched that a lot. That and Wreck-It Ralph on hard rotation for a while. Uh, we've got uh, Zootopia Plus, which Again, is... How old's that film? Yeah, why, I know. Why are we just now suddenly deciding we're going to do a thing on it? Do a series because they've got... Because they've got demand to fill. You know, they've got a lot so. of uh, a lot of people wanting new content. So, you know, what's what's the key? Well, let's tread over old uh, old ground and let's do sequels. And these, all the, you know, a lot of these series, it's very much in that vein. Uh, Tiana, uh, which is the Princess, uh, Princess and, the, and frog. the Frog. Yeah. So I mean, again, again that I don't mind that they're going to base a series around her because yes, at least you've picked one of the you know the ethnic uh, princesses at least. You know, she's a black girl from Old Orleans, uh, Old Orleans, New Orleans. So at least you've you've you know you're being a bit more diverse than doing you know a Cinderella or a Belle or an Aurora or whatever. So I'm glad they've done that. But like again, how old? Who's yeah. who's watching that? Well, but they, they, I mean, I wonder. You know, statistics and and whatnot that they can actually pull Pretty off. True. I suppose they can uh, see the background. You know. Because like the next them? thing in the list is all right, a long form musical comedy series for Moana. Yeah. Well, yes, I get that. Moana's still quite fresh. You'll you'll do that quite nicely. But if you know, I, I'd say your market's the same for Tiana and Moana. Mm-hmm. And I think more people are going to go for Moana than they are Tiana, just because I mean, recency <laughs> bias. I mean, obviously, you know, we're, we're wrestling fans and we love The Rock. Just, you know, it's a given anyway. Um, but, you know, will he be a part of this? I wouldn't see him, no, you know... They can't even be... free up his schedule enough to get him back for a match at WrestleMania these days. Well, that's more insurance. But, yeah, no, I see your true. point. Very um, true, very true. Yeah, uh, there's, this is it. And, and this is the thing. At the moment, these are all in the kind of early stages of announcements. We don't know whether it's all going to be original voice cast and things like that are going to come back, whether they're going to recast. Who's to say at this point? Um, well, like you say, to... the, the Tiana and Moana are slated for 2023, and Baymax yeah. and Zootopia are 2022. So yes, they're, they're, we've got some time. Uh, and then we've got Iwaju, um, which again don't really know too much about it. Um, no, there's this one set in Lagos, Nigeria. The science fiction series will tackle themes of class, innocence, and challenging the status quo. Sounds uh, good. The, the title good. roughly translates to the future. Ah, okay. So. That's kind of cool. Uh, we've got uh, Encanto. Is it Encanto? I would I say Encanto, say. but because it, it, yeah, because it's not got the H in for chant, so it's yeah. I would say Encanto. Yeah. So again, it's uh, you know, again, not much more is is said about this one. The one thing that is uh, is the fact that it's going to be uh, underscored with uh, Lynn Manuel Miranda, who is just absolutely fantastic. Exactly. You know? So basically, they've seen the success of Hamilton and gone, "Can you do another one?" Well, do, do so I mean, he's obviously, you know, he did uh, he did the songs in Moana and stuff like that did as he? well. Oh, I didn't yeah, know he did the songs yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that's the thing. Like uh, he's, he's, you know, I've seen him a lot in a lot of things now. You just kind of go, Jesus Christ, he just 
I really yeah, hope he didn't do any songs for Frozen Two because most of those are crap. Uh, that I don't know. That that, that I, I just realised the other day because it, it, like we still have the Frozen soundtrack coming on in the car, and the kids still love it, and I don't I don't mind most of it. But the second one, any time a song comes on, I'm like, oh, this is boring. Oh, this is mm. shit. And like the big song, Into the Unknown, that's a chorus. When you actually listen to the whole song, it's a good chorus. That's it. The the the, the verses are crap, and there's no melody to them or anything. Anyway, there you go. There's my review of the Frozen 2 soundtrack. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, as, like I say, little is known about this other than, you know, it's going to be set in Colombia, um, a bit to do with magic and things like this. Um, I'm intrigued. Again, it's one thing that is abundantly clear from a number of these. They aren't going with necessarily your cookie cut, uh, you know, Disney princessy kind of stuff, uh, you know. American suburbsy stuff. They're really, you know, pushing the envelope uh, a little bit, which is is very nice to see. I think, you know, with the success of stuff like Coco, uh, in particular, you know, looking at uh, especially, you know, their heritage of various countries, very intriguing, very intriguing. Anything uh, from you on the 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 animation side before we on? Uh, no. Well, no, there's the Pixar Disney Plus stuff. Is what I'm looking okay, at. Okay, you'll next. have to. I, unfortunately, I haven't got the article for that one, so you'll okay, have to run through. No worries. I'll, I'll, I'll run that one off then. So, yeah, mine goes from the Disney Plus animations into the Pixar Disney Plus stuff. Um, So, they're doing Spark Short. Oh, there's another Spark Shorts episode called Burrow, which arrives on Christmas Day. They're doing a series called Pixar Popcorn, which are shorts featuring iconic Pixar characters which starts streaming in January. Here's another one. Doug Days, a new series featuring the beloved dog Doug from Up. Yeah. What? Yeah. what? Yeah. How old is that? I mean, don't be wrong. I love Doug, yeah. but yeah. what? And then a Cars series following Lightning McQueen and Mater in full 2022. What? Why? Yeah. Well, I- let's, I mean, uh, I personally, I've, never like cars i've it, it's the one pixar kind of franchise i cannot fucking stand i'm like not a car person either. I'd, I'd fight um, for one and three but that's it yeah um i'm just not a carsy person but i don't like the films either i don't like yeah there's nothing about them but that said you know they spawn planes uh and something else i'm sure they they probably did another spin-off as well uh there it was seems two like plane films yeah yeah, it seems like it was a lucrative franchise, and I think that's it. Yeah, again, you look at the on-demand stuff. Yeah, a lot of people are probably watching cars going, mm, "When's the new content dropping?" Yeah, mm. we got it. Uh, and then I've got Win or Lose, which is Pixar's first original long-form animated series, and is about a middle school softball team. It's apparently coming to Disney Plus Fall 2023. Hmm. Uh, but yes, that's that. And then I've just got the Pixar, three Pixar films that are supposed to be coming out. Do you I know, that? but I'm trying to remember the other two. I remember Buzz Lightyear was one of them. So first one is Luca, a movie set in Italy about a boy named Luca, which will be out June 2021. Uh, Turning Red which is about a 13-year-old girl going through puberty that transforms into a giant red panda. Yes, really, it says in brackets after that, (laughs) when she gets excited. 
So she turns into a giant panda when she gets excited. Mm. Uh, that's in development. And then, yes, as you successfully touched on, Lightyear, an origin Lightyear. for Buzz Lightyear, who will be voiced by Chris Evans, is hitting theatres summer 2022. Now, why? Why? We don't need a fucking Buzz Lightyear origin story. Stop it. Stop this now. He had an origin story. Go and watch Toy Story. No. That was his origin. He's a toy who well, thinks this is, he's not a toy. How can well, we have any it. more origin? We had this. We dealt with his backstory in the second this one. Isn't, no, 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 no. This isn't. No, 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 no. Calm yourself. Calm yourself. I know Fuck's you're upset. Sake. I know you're upset. But this is. Uh, have you seen? Have you seen the thing? This is not a film of. Buzz Lightyear, the toy. This is a story of Buzz Lightyear, the person who the toy is based on. So an actor playing a character. Because Buzz, uh, no. Buzz Lightyear isn't real. He's not a yeah, real Buzz person. Buzz Lightyear isn't real. Buzz Lightyear is a toy. So We've all established you're that. saying that but... we're going to meet a, a, a an actor who is... Uh, uh, what I'm trying to get at is, is it still in the real world? No, not, not an actor. So... So they're, real life... Chris Evans is going to yeah. be playing Buzz Lightyear. But yeah, why the, does it or the say... inspiration for Buzz Lightyear? Like yeah, the real life by him. So it huh? sounds like he's still a toy. Well, yeah, but he's a toy, so he's a voice by somebody else. Like, you know, that's, I mean, that's I, the way it goes. Why can't... I don't know. Tim I'm Allen writing this thing. I'm just telling you how it goes. Why are you changing the voice? I don't understand that. I, I, don't bring it up with me. No, I'm not. I just... I it really fucked me off when I read that. I was like, just leave it the fuck alone. Leave it alone. There is no story to be told there anymore. Yeah. You don't need to do it. Really? Um, another couple, actually, of things which I had... Uh, I haven't seen in any uh, in of our kind of normal website articles. Um, two films... Uh, or sorry, two series... Uh, hang on. One series and one film. I, I assume it's going to be a film. Uh, the Mighty Ducks, uh, which obviously uh, Emilio's coming back. Emilio! Um, and that which pleases me no end because I love the Mighty Ducks. I remember watching that so way back when. Uh, and another one which you probably don't care about, but I've always, always had a soft spot for, and I love to absolute death, uh, which is Sister Act. And apparently, Whoopi Goldberg's now signed on for Sister Act 3, which she's been pushing for for years. Uh, and I'm a huge fan, I love Sister Act 1 and 2. Um, I really, really do. But you know, they're one of my guilty, they're, it's, they're my guilty pleasure kind of films. Just love them. Fair enough. Hey, I'm not, yeah, I'm not particularly keen on either of those, to be honest. Sister Act's oh, alright, but I've just never been a huge fan of it. That's fine. No, um, I mean, I think, you know, uh, again, part, part of my childhood was, uh, you know, sitting in churches singing a lot. So, you know. Yeah, yeah. It, no, I, like I say, I, I absolutely get it. It's like Mighty Ducks. I, I didn't watch it as a kid. And by the time I did watch it, I was like, oh, yeah, so this is like every other sports film that's ever been done ever. <laughs> With the underdogs yeah. and the over, yes. you know, it's you know, it's it's just a shame. It's one of those things. I if I'd have watched it when I was a kid, I'd have the nostalgia associated with it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Again, uh, you know, my huge video library way back. I I was lucky enough to have a lot of this stuff. Um, so yeah. The only other one I've just noticed is they're doing an Ice Age series. So I'm guessing that Blue Sky, the Ice Age studio, was probably part of Fox. Yes. So yeah, yeah, because it was under the 20th Century Fox banner. That's yeah. right, actually. I forget. You forget about all the Fox purchases. Well, we'll get onto that on Marvel, actually, I suppose. 
but yeah, uh, I forgot about that. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, I didn't mind the first couple of Ice Age movies, but again, no, they were they weren't tailored for me. Oh uh, no, I'm not. I'm know. not getting into the Ice Age because the, um, the the fucking timelines bollocks. They've taught. I, I haven't even watched all of them to say yes or no. Okay, let's go for the first one. When when did? <laughs> yeah. No, let's not. We've 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 okay. talked about doing one. Like, the first one doesn't include dinosaurs. The fourth one is about dinosaurs. Yet, the first one starts with the end of the Ice Age because humans are there and coexisting with saber-toothed tigers and mammoths, which is fine. I'm okay with that. But then how did the dinosaurs come after that? And then you've got kids out there who've watched that shit that think that cavemen and dinosaurs lived at the same time. You mean they didn't? That's what I was taught at school. Fucking. That's <laughs> <laughs> all right, apparently. You know, someone built a massive boat to take two of every animal. If you believe certain stories, anyway. Let's um, let, let's let's come on. Let's let's move away from. Oh, the, right. the we've, we've done the stuff that I'm going to get angry about, so it's all good. <laughs> it should all, should all be fairly positive from this point on. Okay, um, so we'll move into uh, the Star Wars section. Of okay, this Star one. Wars. Um, we starting with films or TV. Uh, I'm going for well. I think mine's going from top to bottom. It seems to be. Oh well, I'll just go through because I have no idea at this point. Uh, Rangers of the New Republic is the first thing I've got. You're on TV to start with. Yeah. Um. So yeah, no Rangers of the New Republic. Now, I mean, again, there's you know, set in the same timeline as everything that's kind of going on with Mandalorian. I'm assuming that this is going to be the case for most of the series now because they've established okay, this is the timeline that we're doing the TV stuff in. You know, it allows cross, uh, you know, cross play between all of them, and then whether we have a big blow off movie at the end of it, who's to say? Um, but yeah, it's you know, it, it, few details have been released at the moment. Rangers of the New Republic could be about you know the the X wing pilots that we've seen, uh, you know, going around patrolling the outer rim. We, oh, we don't because obviously they would do. They were cameo directors. Of the actual one TV, of them is. so uh, no, the, yeah, we saw them earlier on as well. That there was um, uh, the one of the female directors was in there as well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry, the play I mean, uh, three of them, and they're like, uh, it's Filoni, yeah. another director, and then a female director. Yeah, Filoni's appeared again this series, but an yes, actual actor has been the, uh, the other one. Planet. Yeah, yeah. Um, the next one, which I mean, I kind of suspected was going to come anyway, uh, which is Ahsoka. I mean, yeah, it's, that'd know. be cool. I'd love to see more of Ahsoka in you know, live action. Yeah. I, I, um, yeah, she is the best character that that came. Uh, yeah, that came out of Clone Wars, as far as I'm concerned. It's funny. Uh, just to touch on that a little bit, I was talking to someone the other day who said they've just started watching Mandalorian. They haven't watched any of it. Mm. And you know what they said to me? They were like, because they're up to date, so they've watched up to where we are right now, which is the penultimate episode of season two. And they were like, you know what? You know why I think I like it is because there's no there's no baggage. I don't feel like there's all the weight of legacy that I need to know about. Hmm. And I said, yes, I understand what you're saying. I said, but I do think that's just because of your. I don't want to say ignorance because that's not the right word, but it, it, you know, it's their lack of knowledge of the yeah, wider yeah. canon. Because I was like. Yeah. Ahsoka, there's a shitload of baggage if you want to know what she was doing. <laughs> even you've not got, got all of it yet. Exactly. I was like, even I haven't seen all of her backstory yet. 
Yep. And I said, you know, the black lightsaber that they keep using. I said, that's that's apparently the dark saber, and that's got a huge legacy going back through various this, that, and the other. I was like, so mm-hmm. it's interesting to hear that they, you know, uh, new viewers are seeing it that way, and they're managing to not look like they're weighed down by all this stuff. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting series. Uh, again, having seen the full history of Ahsoka through the the cartoon, seeing this live action version, which was absolutely stunning, and I, yeah, it, just, it looks great. Um, I'm very interested to see where this is going to go because, again, are we going to pick up threads of what's going on in Mandalorian? There, uh, again, can't say too much because that will spoil things for you. But again, there's there's oof, there's there's enough there. There's enough there. It's, it's a great character, and I'm happy that the series is uh, going to pick it up. Maybe we'll see Rex as well, which would be great. Um, and then we've got uh, the Acolyte, um, which uh, is coming from somebody who did uh, Russian Doll, um, I which I really thoroughly enjoyed actually. Um, still waiting on the second series of that. Come to think of it. Um, but this one is just a mystery thr- uh, mystery thriller set in the High Republic's final days. Um, yeah. So, explain what's what's the High Republic era? Where does that where's that timeline wise? So the High Republic, it's it's um, supposed to be was it a couple of hundred years before events of Star Wars: uh, New Hope? As far as I recall, it's because it's the High Republic because they've got that. I think they've got a comic book run coming out soon. At the moment, they made a whole hubbub about it because it had like a, a Wookiee Jedi and stuff like this. So as far as I'm aware, it's just like a couple of hundred years uh, when, you know, the Jedi were at their peak, so to speak, and everything was, you know, glory. And then I think the dark side started to slip in. Um, so we, and that's but hang kind on, of 200 years before 4 would be before the prequels. Or it's 200 before. I, I don't, all I know is that it's a couple of hundred years. years between episode to... 3 and 4, there just isn't. Because the kids are born at the end of three, and we meet Leia and Luke when they're what? 20? 30? Max? So that's the maximum amount of time you can have between episode three and four. Is, you know, okay, it's... Uh, years, yeah, so it's set centuries uh, prior to the events of the Phantom Menace. Ah, yes. So, that's, right, we're yeah, way yeah. before the yeah. prequels. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So this is way, 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 way. Yeah, so that's um, so, that'd be interesting. Yeah. That's a big part of the the franchise. I have no no idea of. I mean, is that sort of Knights of the Old Republic era, or I think so. Yeah, I think it kind of goes from High Republic, Old Republic, or Old Republic. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. I'd be interested to see. Very that. familiar with me, me Republic. <laughs> it's difficult, uh, isn't it? Because Knights of the Old Republic was actually a video game. So then, you you know, you're not strictly speaking in. TV canon, are you all the way along, or film yeah. canon? No, that's it. And they can go, ooh, you know, we've got this little thing and that little thing, and guess what? Two hundred years down the line, it was still there or something. It'll be interesting to see. Um, yeah, well, uh, we've got Lando. Again, very little is known at the moment about presumably this one. Um, Donald Glover. Don't know. It could be Billy oh, D. No, I don't want more Billy D. <laughs> Billy D's but, too old, and it makes me sad. Yeah. He's old uh, but and this fat, is... and I I got sad when I saw him. It's I mean the, the there's a couple of question marks. Is it going to be Lando set after the last film, and then uh, because he there was that young girl he was with who he was like, you know, she was like, oh, I don't know who my father was or something, and he's like, oh, let's go find out. 
whether it will be that continuation of that kind of story, I don't know. Whether it will be uh, Donald Glover coming in, I mean, let's face it, if Disney do get him back, they're going to have to pony up because this is a guy who does like, you know, Atlanta, pretty successful musical career, pretty successful, uh, you know, TV show, running, writing. He can do whatever he puts his mind to. So if they pony up enough cash, I mean... So yeah, they, again, I mean, well, let's this, face it, they've you know. got the cash because it's obviously some people would go, oh, well, you know, they've ponied up for Hayden Christensen. It's like, yeah, but you think yeah. they have to pone up very much? There's probably yeah, about so that's, to get him back yeah. on. So, yeah, that's the other thing. Uh, the, yeah, there's been a few casting announcements, which we, we haven't necessarily uh, caught all of it on these, but I think we'll probably mention most of them anyway. So, yeah, Hayden Christensen's coming back as Darth Vader, which... What do you do? He probably needs a paycheck at this point because let's face it, his I mean, acting yeah. career went. I think for the last twenty years, he did jump, or jumper. jumper, jumper, and um, he hooked up with uh, the incredibly beautiful and very very talented uh, Rachel Bilson. Jackass, mm-hmm. but he's not with her anymore. So yeah. no, that's all right. Yeah, that's fine. Um, <laughs> a yeah, that's story. in the Obi Wan thing, isn't it? That's the Obi-Wan yeah the Obi Wan series, which is interesting. Again, again, I remember hearing um, when that was first being planned, and then they had to can it and rewrite it mm. because they realised the storyline would have been far too similar to Mandalorian to start with. Oh. Of uh, uh, yeah, it was basically Obi Wan looking after the kids, or you know, keeping an eye on the kids between Episode Three and Four, and what he did between those two. Um, they but- do have to be careful because they've also published comic books. Yeah, during that era as well. Well, this is the thing. This is where they. This is where we're going to see whether all of this stuff is. I mean, it, it, essentially, have they got a Kevin Feige over this lot? Because mm. that's what they need. Because I'm even if it's Kathleen Kennedy. Yeah. When we get to the MCU stuff, you know, it that's concerning. So much stuff, and yeah. you've got to tie it through the films, yeah. and then you've got shit being delayed as well. Yeah. So potentially you could end up releasing something on the Disney Plus series that, you know, you need to have seen a film that they haven't released in order to get the setup for. I mean, I'm sure they won't, but yeah. well, you are I... in that situation where you are tying things so closely together. Yeah, I think, you know, if you're going to have Disney Plus and you're going to have access to the series, then they're going to have taken it that you've seen the movies, whereas you won't. Yeah, yeah. I don't I think, think necessarily it will be the other way around. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, a droid story, um, yeah. which is just going to be, you know, a, a, Fantastic. a story with C-3PO and R2-D2, which no, that's, was That's what? an entire series I can skip instead of the odd yeah. episode. Yeah, exactly. Because uh, as soon as you see those in Clone Wars or, or Rebels, you just suddenly go, not interested. Um, now, <laughs> I feel like I, I maybe save that one to last so that, you know, you don't blow a gasket. Um, Star Wars Visions. Which are, I think similar yeah. to that Pixar Visions thing sounds really interesting because it's an anime anthology. So that yeah. makes me think back to sort of stuff like the Animatrix, yeah, and Batman Gotham Knight. I think it was yes, called. that was cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and they were Different really ones. interesting things that they were doing in those, you know, sort of standalone anime things. It, that was really cool. So yeah, yeah it'll be interesting. I think. To see what comes up because again it, you know it may not even be canon it doesn't matter whether it's canon with that sort of stuff does it no i'm sure um, try, but you know yeah the little shorts that they did a little while ago which was cool uh because it showed um that hera was on endor 
at the Battle of Endor, uh, and she and um, Chopper were there, and she makes uh, Han Solo admit that the Ghost is a better ship or something. And it's it's completely ridiculous. But I was like, you'd never, ha- you'd never, I'd never in a million years have expected, uh, you know, Han Solo and Harrison Doola to be interacted. What's this all about? But that's you know, it was great because you know, two of the best pilots in in the Star Wars galaxy, which was cool. So again, if it goes down this kind of thread of just random characters and stuff like this, just get some of the old people coming back. I think it'd be interesting. It'd be interesting. Uh, and then finally, the one that you've been probably blowing a gasket about since it got announced, Rogue Squadron. Ah, no. So, uh, oh. right, you've shifted onto movies there. because that's. Oh, I've just got one movie. I've just got one movie here. Okay. Well, I've got two on this list. But let's okay. just... Uh, so, Andor. We didn't talk about Andor. Oh, Andor's not on my listing. My apologies. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. Which is yeah. based on the Rogue One character. So, yeah. presumably a prequel because <laughs> he kind of died. Um, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes, it is I'd most definitely a prequel. Much rather they didn't rewrite that shit. Um, I think it's a shame they're focusing on another male character rather than like Felicity Jones's character or something, but maybe she didn't have a, uh, anything Jeez. more in her backstory for them to go through. I don't know. I, well, I mean, if you look at the perspective of the film, yeah, you've got that gap where she, you know, where it goes from a kid to kind of an adult and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Uh, but I think in many respects, her story has been told. We know where yeah, she and came that's from my and stuff like that. I just, yeah, it's a shame because it's... Um, the guy who plays Cassian Andor, though, I've seen... Uh, Diego Luna. Narcos, yeah, Diego Luna. Uh, I've seen um, Marcos Mexico, which he stars in. He's, he's absolutely fantastic in that. So he, I think he's built more for a series show than, say, Felicity Jones, who's still very much on the, you know, uh, big film career, so to speak. Uh, and the Bad Batch is the only other one. Which yeah, they try. Yeah, again, so I think these were uh, ones which had already been announced. Our Clone Wars, uh, our Clone Wars episode. You'll have heard us extolling the uh, virtues of the Bad Batch episode towards the end of the run. And go, why can't we have a Bad Batch series? Why have Bad Batch only in that one episode? Well, we are getting an entire Bad Batch animated series that seems like it'll be around the same sort of time, sort of end of episode three, order 66, uh, between three and four is the vibe I got from the trailer. Yeah, the vibe of, uh, you know, the Emperor going, oh, you know, we're not going to be, you know, this anymore. We're going to be the Empire. Mm. So it's basically... Guys, change your uniforms so that you look a bit different. Um, so yes, moving on to the movies. Uh, the, the, before we go to the other one, uh, the only other one I've got is the untitled Taika Waititi movie, Star Wars movie. It was announced in May and is yeah. already in development um, and they just sort of confirmed that that was the case and it was still going ahead. Mm-hmm. But they have said that the next one, as you say, will be Rogue Squadron, which, yes, very very cool but the key for me is because obviously the, the the video game is why i love it but mm. i just I, I want them to do a proper rogue squadron game to tie in with this film because it's not mm. coming out till december 2023 so crack on now time. lads yeah. you've got three years take what you did what you've just done with squadrons mm-hmm. and just give us a bit more depth give us some different levels give us a co-op mode you just go and have fun with it. Go and look at the last couple of Rogue Squadron games they did. Just give me that. Just give me that. We haven't covered episodes one through three or seven through nine in Squadrons yet, so let's do that. 
That's what I want from the video game side. Um, I quite like to... Did you see the little sort of sizzle thing announcement that they did with her for it? No, I didn't see this. Uh, I saw cool, the sizzle actually. for Andor. Though. Yes, I saw that as well. Um, she's uh, roller skating. She's rollerblading, sorry, on like a, a runway. Uh, Patty Jenkins, this is, who uh, directed Wonder Woman and Wonder Woman 1984, I think. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling she directed... Was it Thor 2? Or was that Alan Taylor in the end? Did she? No, she was going to come and direct, and but she didn't, didn't end do up doing it. it no, because do it was she wanted to do a female-led movie, yeah. for ideally. Um, but yeah, she was saying her dad is uh, was uh, an army pilot, and she sort of rollerblades up to the back of this car, and then is talking to the camera while she's get, taking her rollerblades off and stuff. Um, and then yeah, her dad was uh, in the an army pilot, and she's always wanted to do a film sort of around pilots around the air force um so she's gonna do that through rogue squadron i was like hey that's a good idea yes give me you know a slightly less homoerotic version of top gun but using x-wings or something you know that that could be interesting i'd like that Mm. um so yeah she's yeah she's directing that i have every faith that she will do it i'm looking forward to seeing uh wonder woman should be is it the end of this week it's released? But I know it's out in um, cinema now, but well, I, know, I think they're releasing I mean, it on the stream. Cinemas don't time, exist. Cinemas don't exist anymore. Um, uh, they're back open. Well, the one up the road from us is open again. Oh, is it? Okay. Um, I don't know. It'll be... I only know because someone's going to see it on Wednesday and they asked me whether I could whether I had a copy of the first one for them to watch before they went to see the second. I see. On Wednesday. So, um, yeah, that should be coming around soon anyway. I look forward to that. But yeah, there we go. I, so that I was the uh... from the Star Wars side. <laughs> I mean, that's you know, that's not a small listing by any stretch of the imagination. And given that we've still got again, one this more is episode... going three years into the future. So. Yeah, this is it. Yeah, so um, you know, we still got one episode of the Mandalorian left this year. So you know, we still got one episode left. Yeah. Well, I think they announced um, the season three will be December twenty twenty one, didn't they, or something? Yeah, which kind of coincides, I think, with. Uh, you know, twelve month kind of schedule of, of yeah. Releasing it makes that. sense. We were spoiled for season two, weren't we? Yeah. They obviously just went straight back in and cracked on because it was about the only thing they could actually make at that point. Yeah. Um. And it's it's. I mean, the fact of the matter is that it's successful, but it's also enjoyable. It's not just you know slog through. Uh. You know, and you just kind of go, oh well, that was a filler episode. That doesn't. That's not the case with this. It's it's being done very well, storytelling very very well. Uh, and Pedro Pascal finally got to show his face again for more yes. than, say, 30 seconds. So, handsome bastard. Um, so, we shall move on to the MCU side of stuff. Um, so, this, 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 there's a lot here. Come on, there's, there's there a is. lot, isn't there? So, let's start with the TV shows then. Yeah. Okay, so, so first for me is Secret Invasion. Oh, Christ. Yeah, okay. That, that's that's the first on my list here. Um, that was that was yes, I was interested to hear that. Um Samuel L. Jackson's supposed to be in the lead on that one with Ben yeah. Mendelssohn's scroll returning. And I mean I you know, I love Ben Mendelssohn. I think he's a fantastic actor. I think he's an incredible uh, actor, yeah. I think he's grossly underrated in, in, yeah. in Hollywood. Oh, you know, absolutely. They, they absolutely. put him in the these roles, but he's he's fantastic. Um I don't really I mean, this is it. I mean, we know from the end of Spidey, uh, that you know Nick Fury is off on a 
spaceship in the middle of God knows where, you know, the scroll is still on Earth pretending to be Nick Fury. Um, I, I mean, Secret Invasion as a storyline was very much... I'm trying to remember if it was uh, about five years after I really got back into comics again. Um, it was a huge, huge event across Marvel. Like oh, yeah. you were second guessing everybody: were they a scroll? Were they not? It was, it was great. And to be going along with that story as it was, I was buying uh, New Avengers at the time. I was being, buying Mighty Avengers. I was, buy, I was buying so much Marvel at the time. Um, so I know this is a quality story and i'm curious to see that how they're going to pull it off absolutely no release date for that unfortunately. no no, um, no release date from that and they also announced on site alongside that was armor wars yes uh, described as examining one of tony stark's biggest fears and yeah. don Cheadle will be back as rudy yeah um so this is Again, it's it, there's been a couple. Of, well, there's been a couple of big storylines which are called Armor Wars. So I'm yeah, curious. Read, I think nine. I want to say nineties, but anyway, I've I've read like a big older version of. Armor there was one. Uh, there was one in eighty seven as well. Oh, it as might be recall. that one. Then I, I'd say nineties. Um, the style looked nineties, but no, eighties, late eighties would make sense. Yeah, basically, uh, somebody steals, uh, you know, the the start tech and kind of produces other copies of the armor and stuff like this there's been similar veins of storylines uh since then or whether this is going to be oh armor wars which is i don't know I think this is the thing it's all speculation at this point it'd be interesting, interesting to, see. to see um and the other one they announced alongside those two is iron heart yeah which is um, interesting uh so yeah for those that don't know the comic i was collecting it at the time this happened um they killed off St tony stark in the comics and uh, a girl who was working at MIT um, essentially locked into creating uh, an armor, basically. Uh, and her name was Rihanna or Riri Williams. So this story is going to follow her, presumably doing the same thing. You know, she's like a an engineering prodigy or something in the field of robotics in the comics. So I assume they're going to do the same sort of thing. Be interesting to see. I, 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 you know, obviously with the comics, they went back to default in the end, but that's what they always do. But it'd be interesting yeah, to see whether yeah. this can push on. And yeah, you know, this is the thing that they don't understand. Well, they do understand probably, but you know, the world of buying comic books is a male-dominated thing. Men mm. buy, well, you know, a particular age and type of men buy comic books. The few that still do. Um. So when they change, you know, a, a very popular character to be a female person of colour, well, there are no female people of colour buying comics in the first place, so the book doesn't do very well, so they end up reverting back to type. But I, I do hope that through this, you know, some of these other characters they've created to try and diversify, to try and have more females, to try and have more blacks mm. at the front of the thing... I hope they work, and I hope that you know Disney Plus. Ah, oh, well, the audience for Disney Plus, yes, that that includes females, and probably people of color. You know, so that that could work. The audience is there for that, whereas I don't see that it was ever there for the comic book version. I don't know. I'd, I'd still I'd, I'd defend and say that there is. I think there's a market for anything in comic books. I think that's the beauty of it. Um, don't get me wrong. I think sales 
of those books has a huge, huge impact on whether it's going to have a long run or not. Um, but I think Ms. Marvel is actually a good one. If you look at the sizzle reel for that, um, mm. it's absolutely telling that the individuals involved in that are of a very similar uh, racial and um, religious background as well, because that is very key to that character and very key to that side of things. And I think that is telling in of itself. Um, I think it's great that we've got another character from the champions uh, in Ironheart, which is going to be on Disney plus as well. We've got little bits for the younger Avengers, which we know with, uh, you know, the one series, which is going into production, sorry, is in production at the moment. Uh, we speculated about way back when we never had a confirmation, but now we know Hayley Steinfeld is going to be Kate Bishop, which is fantastic. And, you know, seeing the few photos of her and Jeremy Renner uh, with, uh, with pizza dog as well, is just cool. Cause that, that, that fraction really is absolutely fucking brilliant uh, to is, read. Yeah. Yeah, it's an incredible um, book. So seeing, uh, you know, one of the young Avengers there, we don't know what's going to happen in, uh, you know, WandaVision, whether, you know, Wiccan and Speed are going to come out of that. We already know that Cassie is apparently been recast. I think she's been recast from the girl that was in Endgame. I think that's another thing that's happened this week. Yes, yeah, she has. Because yeah, um, she's going to be appearing in the next Ant-Man film. Uh, I can't remember who's going to be replacing. So I think that this is it. They're building, you know, new teams, the champions, one team. You've got the Young Avengers, another team. And that's before we even get to some of the other announcements as well. Um, so, yeah, it's a lot. Mm. Lucky to be a Marvel fan at the moment. Yeah. Uh, oh, the, this one actually really tickled me. I've got to say, when I read it, I was like, I mean, which is funny because you know me and my Christmas tradition. Mm -hmm. um, what, I, what, what film I always watch on Christmas Day? Indeed. Guardians of the Galaxy. Now, not only will I have Guardians of the Galaxy, there's going to be a Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. What that means and what that entails, I don't know and I don't care. James Gunn is going to do it and the whole cast is coming back. What the shit? Yep. Yep, be interesting. And they're going to do an I Am Groot series of short films as well, starring Groot. Yeah, which again, um, I think the beauty of that could be you could go back and do it from even before Guardians to you know, past, uh, you know, Avengers Endgame. There's the whole range that you could cover. You could have little stories where he's interacting with other characters, where he's sat having a conversation with Thor, where he's doing this, that, and the other. So I think it's, yeah, cross-play with these is, is going to be great. Um, I think that's it, it on the TV side. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, let me see if I can see anything else. No, you mentioned Hawkeye. Uh, what if that was the only other thing? But oh yes, what that, if that looks really what interesting? If. Is obviously a, yeah. an old idea of theirs, so that'll be interesting to see how they go about it. First one, yeah, oh, um, little trailer they showed is um, seems to be what if Peggy Carter became Iron Man? Uh, Iron Man, Captain America. Yeah. So that yeah, that which cool. again, I know that that comic book even exists. I'm not sure what the uh, the zombies one is. It's yes. obviously Marvel Zombies, but I'm not entirely sure what that entails at the moment because it's a bit different to the last couple of runs that they've done. Um, and the only other one of note there was uh, what if uh, Black Panther uh, was was taken instead of Star-Lord. 
Yes, that's right. That that looked brilliant. Yeah. And again, we're talking about the money on the Disney side. They've clearly, you know, backed the trucks up to these people because you've got Mark Ruffalo is going to be in the She-Hulk series. Yeah, She-Hulk. Uh, it was yeah, you know, yeah. Samuel L. is coming back to do Secret Invasion series. Tim Roth is in... coming back. Oh, Tim Roth. Tim Roth is coming back for the She-Hulk series. There's Abomination. I know, I couldn't believe it. Far too long to remember exactly what happens. But uh, So he plays uh, Blonsky and he's... Oh yeah, no, I know who he is. I can't, oh. honestly, I can't remember what he does to Abomination to defeat him in the end. I can't remember oh, whether he okay. kills oh, okay. him or just beats him into submission. No, he beats him into submission. He gets chains and kind of chains him up. They should also just... bring back, um, what's his name as well? Who Samuel Stearns. The, yeah. the leader. Well, this is it. The, lots of people are speculating that underlying, yeah, we're, we'll actually get uh, the leader in there as well. Because he's, yeah, he got the drop of stuff on his head and his head started to grow, didn't it? Yeah. In the Hulk film. And uh, he's just come out of, uh, you know, having done Watchmen as well. So, you know, the series. So maybe, maybe he'd be intrigued to come back to his comic book counterpart. So we'll see. Um, so, yeah, this, I mean, this is it. I mean, you know, this is the Marvel. TV slate for the next couple of years. Uh, the, released... the, most, the recent ones, I suppose, are WandaVision got a new trailer. Trailer. And is and, going yeah, I was just about to say. January 15th. Oh, Falcon and the Winter Falcon Soldier got a full trailer. Yeah. Which is March. I, I thought that was really good, that trailer. It's um, a, it's a, it's the buddy, buddy bromance that yeah. you didn't realise was actually there. Yeah. Uh, you know. Well, we saw glimpses of it. it was, yeah. It's that bit in Civil War when they're fighting Spider-Man. Yeah. And they end up both pinned to the ground. He's like, I hate you. Yeah. And yeah, you get a little bit of that in the trailer as well. And then the the one that I'm most interested in actually is the Loki series. Yeah. It's, the trailer it's for that weird. was really interesting. Yeah. I didn't realise Owen Wilson was in it. So I was like, oh. I'd heard, I'd heard this. he was in it, yeah. And I've never seen you with short hair. Yeah. Um. So yeah, fascinated as to where that's going to go and what that's yeah, going to do. There's uh, there's a couple of hints in there, um, and I I mean whether it's it's fact or what, uh, but Mephisto is very okay. clear in a number of images and things in that Loki trailer. There's a, a picture of a uh, glass uh, kind of window, um, and there's a mural in it, and it's instead of like you know the picture of God, if you actually follow it up, it's Mephisto's head on the top. Oh right, okay. So yeah, there's a couple of things in there which make me think Mephisto may be beginning to make his appearances. Um, we shall see. Um, so we move into the movie side, which I mean, it hasn't. Really, I mean, there's only just really been a couple of things announced. One we touched on, which is uh, Quantum Mania. Yep, Ant Man uh, and so the Wasp. Quantum Mania. Ant Man and the Wasp. Um, so we've got Paul Rudd back, uh, Michael Douglas back, uh, Evangeline Lilly's back, Michelle Pfeiffer's back. Uh, oh yeah, this is it. Catherine Newton uh, will be taking over uh, as Cassie. So, again, and you know, she's aged up. She'll be in that point where she could be stature. Yeah, which would be cool. And they're introducing Kang the Conqueror. Yeah, which will be interesting. Yeah, very very interesting. Uh, and apparently, it's some guy, Jonathan Majors. I've not yes. watched Lovecraft Lovecraft Country. It's something that I really never will ever watch. It's the kind of shit I hate. But by all accounts, his performance in it has been fantastic. So I'm really intrigued to see where that goes. And 
it's funny that we talk about Kane the Conqueror because he is, uh, you know, a descendant of, oddly enough, Reed Richards of the Fantastic Four, which has also been announced. Um, again, not very much again with that one. Um, it's just going to be done by John Watts, I think, um, fresh off of doing Far From Home. So that's going to be interesting. Um, again, very little has been teased about this so far, but you can guarantee that, you know, the casting for that has got to, they've got to sync that so well because if they can't get the casting right on that, they're screwed. But I have the utmost faith in them at the moment. I think they've done fantastic in the casting so far. Yes. Um, the interesting announcement was uh, to do with Black Panther for me, Black Panther 2. Yeah. Um, that they're not going to recast Chadwick Boseman, which, good, mm-hmm. I don't want them to, but I, I, I'm, you know, interested to see how they're going to get around that. Um, the easiest way seems to pass the torch, but mm. how do you get away from T'Challa without a character dying? That's the bit that will be interesting to see. Um, but yeah. it's supposed to be directed by Ryan Coogler again, July mm-hmm. 2022. Hopefully mm-hmm. will be as good as the first was. Yeah, I've got. I mean, what they do, how they get around that problem. Yeah, the I think the the fundamental problem that they're going to have is, you know, everybody's loved uh, Chadwick Boseman's performance in Civil War. He he just brought a little gravitas uh, to T'Challa straight away. As soon as he came and came on, his portrayal was very very convincing enough that people went, yeah, I'll watch that. Not to say that people won't watch Black Panther uh, too. They will, but half of the draw in the first place was the act of portraying the character, I think, and the performance that he did so well. It's going to be hard to see what they do, but at the same time, if they're confident that they can still do a film um, with Letitia Wright perhaps taking the mantle, because uh, Shuri in the comic books has taken on the role of uh, Black Panther very, you know, a number of times in the past, as I recall, over the last, say, 10, 20 years. Yeah. Um, I know that, yeah, he stepped away, she took on the mantle, and it's kind of, you know, flipped back again now. So, um, so yeah, I mean, as we say, the is, is, is the cost for your Disney Plus subscription with all of this new goodness, um, does it warrant it? Uh, you know, because it's, I think it's, I suppose, it's a different model to your Netflix and your Amazon and any other streaming service that might be. They obviously... Um, have multiple projects with different things, whereas this is kind of narrowed down to three avenues. You've got your Marvel, you've got your Star Wars, and then you've kind of got your animation and stuff. Whereas Netflix, Amazon, stuff like that, they've gone, okay, this is a series, this is a series, this movie. So they've got their, their, their fingers in a lot of pies, whereas I feel that Disney's only got it in three, necessarily. Mm-hmm. I understand, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, they've got all the Fox properties that they've not started going through yet, but very true. Um, the last one that I did, uh, I would mention just because they confirmed some certain bits, and this is this is just to um, just to give an example of of what my concern is with this, with the merging of everything and the release mm-hmm. schedules and things. So, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, mm-hmm. they confirmed it's going to tie into WandaVision and the third Spider-Man movie. Yeah, you know, it's that that worries me. So, WandaVision releases in January because it's a home thing so of course mm-hmm. it does but when does Doctor Strange release because we should have had Black Widow and Eternals this year and we didn't get either mm. so are you pushing Doctor Strange and then 
you know, you've got to push everything else because then you've got to push your Spider-Man film, presumably, depending on which one comes first, you know? I just, there's a lot of, a lot of balls to keep in the air there. And obviously, I know they've done very, this is the point, they they have always had a ton of balls in the air. We just weren't aware of yeah. all the balls that they were chucking in the air behind the scenes. Whereas now they've, they, they sort of peel the curtain back every now and then and show us quite what they're planning. Um, you know, so I have every confidence that they will pull it off, but it is always a worry in the back of my head of how far, how big is too big mm. and how far do you go before you've got to reboot the entire MCU? Because yeah. yeah. can't, um, but you know, aren't aware of what's happening in films because they haven't seen the twenty-two films that came as part of the first big arc. You know, yeah. I mean, you touch on the multiverse of madness, and I mean, we haven't even covered all of the the casting announcements. Um, firstly, Christian Bale as Gore, the God Butcher in Thor. What uh, the fact that they're bringing Gore in? Oh my God! Well, yeah, the God Very Butcher, a great storyline. A fantastic, a story. Story fantastic story really intrigued to see that uh obviously with um spidey the very very large number of now rumored appearances including toby Maguire, including andrew garfield including emma stone gonna be interesting um, that because it uh, so it, uh, presumably the idea is do in uh, spider-verse yeah yes but yeah. I just think they've done so well with that in the animation. Mm. Don't do it again. Because they're doing yeah, a second, um, you know, into the Spider-Verse animation. So I just, I don't want to see the same thing from two different angles. But obviously, well, we've got, we'll see what they actually do with it. Yeah, we know Alfred Molina is coming back as Doc Ock. Yeah. Whether that's going to be the same Doc Ock, whether it's going to be new Doc Ock, doesn't matter. Alfred Molina is coming back as Doc Ock. I'm fucking happy about that. We've already discussed how he's probably one of the best comic book villains of all time uh you know so that's great um now they're saying about willem dafoe uh and about thomas hayden church coming back as uh green goblin and sandman as well i've been reading that today um it's 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 interesting it's interesting um i don't know quite what to make of all of it um you know whether it's gonna be you know a little bit exaggerated um but again the other news uh is that charlie cox is going to be appearing as matt murdoch perhaps Ooh. as as even we speculated you know uh way back when yeah when we were like oh dream casting oh who's gonna who's gonna be spidey's you know mm. who's gonna be his lawyer yeah he'll be dead ever we dreamt that ages yeah, ago yeah. and now it seems to be a reality so yeah it'd be good yeah, it's it's gonna it's a lot of balls in the air, and so far I think we've got the confidence. Uh, you know, we certainly have the confidence in Marvel that they've done the right things. Um, you know, for every great thing there is an Inhuman series, and for every great Daredevil series there was an Iron Fist. So it, we're not going to win all the time. But I no, like you're right. And for every Guardians of the Galaxy two, there was Iron Man three. So yeah, yeah, yeah you're or, not wrong too. Yeah. Ugh. I'm working through them with the kids at the minute, and that's we watched Iron Man three this weekend, and Thor two is the next one. At least you know once you've kind of got off that little hump, you're into yeah, the good. Stuff. I'm into the good stuff again because then it's Winter yeah. Soldier after that, and the kids aren't going to understand a fucking thing that happens in Winter Soldier, but I'm going to fucking love it. <laughs> I adore that film. Well, yeah, I mean the only other thing that just popped into my head is the announcement that 
yay, we're going to get another Indiana Jones with actual Harrison Ford being far too old for it. Yay. I couldn't give a shit at this yeah, point. Yeah, I couldn't. They, they, I'm sorry, you've trashed all my goodwill with uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, I'm afraid, and the, the, the nuclear fridge. I mean, I can't. I couldn't even tell you. All I remember is that um, somebody got raped in South America. That's that's all I remember. Cool. Um. Well, yeah, that's about it, isn't it? I think so. I suppose it's, it's probably been a, a shorter one compared to our usual time. Yeah, it? we've been uh, we've been overrunning on the sunny ones as of. Uh, as of late, so yeah, um, overrunning it, even though we're only covering half as much ground. The first episode we covered four seasons, and then the two episodes afterwards we only covered two. More and more into it, you 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 enjoying? Yes, it more, then. we had more to say. Um, yeah, so yeah, it's a... Nice little...